Hi everyone and welcome to the Tiny Melting Podcast. How is everyone doing on this fine evening? I'm doing pretty amazing. What about you, Sophie? I'm good. I'm good. And as you can see for the people on the, um, you know, YouTube, you can see we're not together, sadly. Because of uh, COVID restrictions, we need to be separate so we can't see each other. Very sad. sad. So I am tech team today. I am the tech team. I am everything. Uh, Damn. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> If the sound quality isn't as good, that's probably why uh, we're filming on Discord. So obviously we don't have, um, you know, the best sound quality that we could have if we did film in real life. But we have... So don't have the best camera quality that i could have in real life but it's okay it's, it's okay. okay yeah exactly I feel crusty by your side but <laughs> oh because of my camera yeah i'm using <laughs> our camera so obviously i have <laughs> quality but yeah i could have used mine but i didn't want to figure it out so it's not happening <laughs> Okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. Thank you. All right. So today we're talking about female murderers. I didn't know if I was supposed to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking about female murderers. Um, yes. I'll be talking about Mary Ann Cotton, which is not her only name, but we'll figure out why. Who are you going to be talking about? Wait, give me a second. I think I wrote it wrong. I'm going to be talking about Henry... Henry... I don't know how to say it. Henry Kita. Marty. Okay. I already have a bad accent, but in English, it's very bad. I feel like in French... Let me put it in... Uh... Mother. Oh. Yeah. Let me put it <laughs> in Google Translate so we can hear how to say it. Henry Kita, Marty. Okay. No, I don't hear it, right? Yeah, you don't, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's like Enrique, any, any, and Enrique. Well, in English, it's Enricada Marty. Where's Enriquita? <laughs> I don't okay. know. But it's a Spanish name, so that's why I don't know. Um. Yeah, but so yeah, very, very nice. I'm excited because my killer is a, a, a way of killing that I find so fascinating. Like, not in the way like, like oh my no. god, I'm gonna kill people, but in the way like, <laughs> now nowadays we can't do that type of killing because it'd be discovered, you know? So that's yeah, very yeah, interesting. I love Aquatafana story. I wanted to tell it, but I was like, I'm not going to go with Aquatafana because just go for Billy for that one. I. Aquatafana. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. She's Aquatafana. All right. Uh, should I start? Do you want me to start? Yes, I guess you can start. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a quick warning, real quick, like usual. Uh, we're gonna talk about gruesome details. We're gonna have uh, details about uh, the murders. Um, so if you don't want details, don't. Uh, I'd recommend watching another episode about probably paranormal. But I'm gonna talk also about uh, death death of children. So I'd recommend if that's not something that you're, um, if you mind watching it. I don't really. I don't. I'm blocking on my words. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But, um, yeah, if, uh, just a warning. Perfect. Okay. So, I'm talking about Mary Ann Cotton, or also known as Mary Ann Robson, also known as Mary Ann Mobra, Mary Ann Ward, Mary Ann Robinson. Yeah, she has a lot of names. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> so she grew up in Durham County in England. 
um, and she left home at about 16 to become a nurse. She then came back three years later. Uh, she returned home, you know, and became a dressmaker. We don't really have much documentation, but she did marry William Mowbray in 1852. So that's where one of her names come from, Mowbray. So as far as we know, she had about eight or nine children. We, like I said, we don't have much documentation about like deaths or anything like this because it was in 1852. So bear with us. At some point, William Mowbray took out a life insurance policy that would cover the couple and their three remaining children. Yes, because only three of her eight to nine children was left alive. The deceased children had passed due to gastric fever. Um, A a disease that is uh, commonly mistaken, uh, like the symptoms, with arsenic poisoning. Oh. Yes, sir. Arsenic poisoning. You wonder where you're going with that. I wonder... Um, so in 1864, uh, William passed due to, well, yet again, gastric fever. Uh, the disease took the life of two other children as well. So if you are good in maths, you can tell that there's only one children, one child, sorry, one child left. Losing like... Almost all of your children. That's horrible. I don't think it's that sad for her because I'm pretty sure she killed them all. Yeah, but like... (laughs) Yeah. She's supposed to act like she's sad. Yeah, it's so sad. sad. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Uh, She um, received the insurance money and left her only daughter in the care of her mother. So, basically... Like, five of her kids died? Yeah. More or less? Uh, uh, no. And then... Eight or seven died. No, I, I know, but, like, the first five oh, of okay. them... Okay, five, and yeah. Husband ...and two kids, and then she has one left that she leaves with her mother. Mother. Yeah, exactly. Mother. Okay. Sure. Love your kids. Yeah. So, she remarried in 1865, which is a year later to a man called George Ward. But sadly, um, he died the next year and she collected the insurance money. I think I know this story from somewhere, but maybe not. I don't know. It's a pretty common case. Honestly, people kill to get money. Pretty common. Um, So, yeah, she did collect the money in 1966. She was hired as a housekeeper for a widow, widower, widower, yeah. So he lost his partner, uh, called James Robinson. James Robinson um, had five, five. I think he had uh, more or so five children. Yeah. A week, a week after her arrival, one of the, oh, yeah, one of the five Robinson children died due to. You guess this gastric fever. No way. What? So she did move in uh, to the Robinson house with her daughter, you know, her only daughter that was um, at her mother's house. And then three other of the Robinson's children died. Uh, But James and Marianne did marry each other and had two other. Child, children to get so what does she have with kids i like, don't know i'm gonna tell you at the end how much kids she had in total very cool <laughs> okay so there's only one of the two children that did survive though mm-hmm. uh but this time robinson didn't die so the husband didn't die he actually was pretty suspicious at the end because she kept like pushing him for the life insurance policy. Oh, okay. 
she then was thrown out of the house with her daughter and was um, homeless for a few years. I mean, and I feel like playing, but like she's homeless. So like, yeah, but at the same time, not having no, no. other two kids die. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he did have only two ch- child left, two children yeah. left, so. Uh, I get why he kicked her out, not gonna lie. Yeah. In 1870, she met another widower, Frederick Cotton, where she gets her last, last name. So, the name that she has, like, when she dies, is this name. Um, that year, the, Frederick, Frederick Cotton was also a um, friend, the brother of a friend. Yeah, the okay. brother of a friend. So that year, both Cotton's sister and his youngest child died. We don't know if it's related or not, but I think it is. She married Cotton, and even if she was technically still married to James Robinson, who kicked Wait, her so out. Wait, she was like double married? Yeah, she was double married. So okay. this story kind of gets confusing because we don't know who is who. So I'm just going to say, first husband, William Mowbray, he died. And then George Ward, okay. second husband, he died. James Robinson didn't die, kicked her out, third husband. Okay. Fourth husband, Frederick Cotton. That's where we are. Okay. So, in the following... uh, In the following, she married Cotton, even if she was technically still married to James Robinson. She had a a child with him. In the following year, Cotton and two of his children had died. So, in the following. Yeah. Men- Marianne supposedly received the life insurance money that came with these debts. Um, she had a lover, Joseph Natras, and he did die and leave his belongings to Marianne. So she didn't receive like a um, insurance money, but she did receive like all of his belongings. Uh, she- that girl must have been very, very pretty or something because, like, poor girl. Not even that pretty, years, honestly. Poor, yeah, but, like, poor girl in those years, fourth time married. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she had something because. I think she didn't have something. She just took whichever widower she found. Okay, yeah. like, because they were, they were lonely. Yeah, exactly. They're lonely. Easier they want to... a mother for their kids, and then damn, the kids yeah. died. It's just easier to manipulate, so. Yeah, true. Uh, talking from experience, I see. Oh, obviously, talking from experience, how many men have I manipulated, Lolo? Have you seen me? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so many men. Yes. She uh, later got pregnant with another man named John Quick Manning. Um, okay, so she was married four times, three times, four times. Four times. She had other lovers, like other uh, partners. Well, yeah, she had other partner that weren't like married to her. Hey, damn. All right. Uh, but yeah, she had four husbands and now she only have has one that's alive uh okay so okay so she later got pregnant with another name named another man named john quick manning so that's where things get spicy she told a local official um, that she wouldn't marry him because of his, her stepson, Charles Edward uh, Cotton. So she said, and I, and I think, I don't know exactly what she said. I have two things she might have said to him. I won't be troubled long with the system. Or she said, um, let me see if I can find it. Okay. Yeah, so she said, I won't be troubled long. He'll go 
like all the rest of the cotton family, which is kind of suspicious to say to you know a uh, official, um, like a, like a, someone from the law. It's a local official, so it's probably like a like a lawmaker, someone from like someone that works for the local community. I don't know exactly, but he was in police. That I know. So this is what set off suspicion. I won't be troubled long. He'll go off like the rest of the cotton family. Um, Alright, sis. Soon after, Charles Edward Cotton died. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's funny to me because she's like, yeah, he won't be trouble long. And then he dies. Like, tie yeah. yourself a little bit seriously. Mm, I don't know. You shouldn't have said that because the local <laughs> officer, uh, the local official then contacted police. The police then did an investigation of Charles Edward's body. And then in the autopsy, uh, they found arsenic in his stomach. No way. No. What? What? Arsenic. Not arson. Arsenic. (laughs) What? I know the words are confusing to me. Arson is fire. Yeah. Um... So after this discovery, they then like did an autopsy of Natra's body. Her lover, like Joseph Natra, that left all his belongings to her. They did an autopsy on his body and two other of the cotton children. So they still had the bodies. What? Oh yeah, because it, it. I think this was in, like in a year, so it was. This hadn't been long ago. Yeah, but like they still had the bodies, you know, like. Oh, but in uh, in eighteen fifties they buried bodies, so they could just. You know. Oh yeah, take it out. Okay, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I don't know exactly how they did the autopsy like, on the other I would bodies. Like see- yeah, but like it makes sense that they probably like. I think they pulled um, it up. Dug them, yeah, dug them out. Probably. I don't know. I didn't really ask myself that question. But they did you the autopsy. For a second. What? You bugged there for a second. You were. You were. Uh, your oh. screen wasn't moving. Okay. But yeah. like Sophie. 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 <laughs> But yes, so I don't really know how the autopsy worked, but they did do the autopsy because they were then confirmed to have been poisoned by arsenic. All right. I mean, it makes sense. Like, you know, one or two has been one or two kids from the same sickness. I can understand, you know, like in the same family. Mm-hmm. When like three of her husbands and kids dies from the same illness, I'm yeah. like, either she... you have really bad genes or something's going on she had up to like 15 children 13 or 15 i'm unsure and all of them were killed from arsenic except like two the last daughter did, did she die i'm gonna tell you uh we don't know i know the mother died her mother she killed her mother but i'm not sure about her only daughter and i feel like she would have had killed her if like it, she's been with her since like uh, her first marriage, so I feel like she would have killed her already, you know? Yeah, right. Because yeah. she killed everyone else. I don't. Know. I feel like maybe it was like her fa- favorite child because, um, I'm gonna say this: Marianne was charged for the murder of Charles Edward Cotton, and while she was in jail waiting for trial, she did have another daughter. This infant was like her third. 14, 15 children. I don't know how many children she had. Um, from my source, it was her 13. So, but that doesn't make sense because I think that she had like nine children at the start and then she had like four. So that makes more like 14, 15, I think. Uh, but if she had nine and then she had four, it's 13. Yeah, but this one is. Oh, it would have been the yeah. 14. Yeah, okay. I don't know, but as I said in the beginning, we don't have much documentation about the children. No. Um, So this infant and another of her kid were the only two that survived. So I personally think that the daughter was the one that survived. And um, 
the the infant that she had in prison. Yeah. How did so, she have like was it from her last uh, partner or yeah. Oh yeah, I think it was from um you know uh, the John Quick Manning, she was pregnant with him. So I think that's her the kid. Because like I don't care how bad you were, like I was scared she was raped, not gonna lie. Oh no, no no. I don't think that was uh, the case here. So these were the only two that outlived her. She did get accused of being guilty and she was sentenced to be hanged. Oh. Yeah. Uh, she never did confess to any of her killings, but we think but we think we she may have like killed up to like 21 people. Uh, she was seen as one of the deadliest serial killer in Britain. Um, and the only one I think that surpasses her is Harold. What's his name? Harry Styles. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, it was uh... Harold Chipman. Ch- uh, Harold Chipman in the 20th century. He killed up to 260. But Before him, she was the most deadliest in Britain. He killed 200 people? Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? I don't know. They're close. He... She killed 21 and he killed 260. Yeah, I know. Anyways. I need more about him. I need to know. I don't know if you want to know this, but um, her hanging was kind of catastrophic was kind of chaotic. Um, so when hanging isn't the best method to yeah. kill and sometimes it doesn't work. So this time she, you know, um, was hanged. Blah, blah, blah. She was um, hanged by a notoriously clumsy hangman. So he was not good. <laughs> That's the whole point. Yeah, the, the people who um, don't know, basically hanging is caused by a fierce amount of, um, you know, like you fall hard mm-hmm. and that breaks something in your neck and that's how you die. But if you're not hanged correctly or the knot is not correctly or something, basically you will either choke to death or just stay there until... You run, yeah. Your body slowly disconnect the joint in your neck. So you if die. you... But if it doesn't happen like that, it's a very slow death and apparently very painful. Yeah, I oh, would uh, suggest you to skip forward if you don't want to hear the details that come because it's going to be very detailed. But I want to know, so... Yeah. <laughs> the so the trap door wasn't positioned high enough to break her neck, forcing the execution... Uh, the hangman, to press down on, on her shoulders uh, for tr- three minutes oh, before so she, she died. So she died like from asphyxia, probably. Yeah. She was uh, yeah, asphyxiated. Oh, yeah. Proves uh, what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, he like pressed down on her... <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> like you miss your shot so bad, you're like, just just a second, and you press with like probably your feet. You're just like, can you go yeah. down? Go down oh god. Yeah. Uh, some people claim that she was one of the first female killers in Britain, but other women had previously been hanged for poisoning multiple people, so she wasn't the first. I think. Anyways. So, yeah, she did kill a lot of people. And if you, like, re-listen to my story, you can see, like, all the people that she killed is, like, astronomical. Because every time I say this person died, she killed that person. And it wasn't in a long amount of time, was it? No, it was... uh, She was um, 40, I think, when she... uh, She was uh, convicted. I'm unsure. I'm gonna go see. Okay. The murders were in between one and what years? Okay, yeah. Uh, she was born in 1832, and she mm-hmm. was hanged on 18 uh, in 1873. So it was like in 
in between 1852 and 1872. So in between 20 years, she killed like 21, 21 people. people. So it's like one or two a year. Uh, but you have to consider that between the years uh, 1969 and 1870, she didn't kill anyone because she was out on the street. So in 1869, she was uh, homeless. Like 15, 15 years, maybe. Uh, but it depends. Yeah, but she killed him drunk, you know? That's what bothers me. Like, killing mm -hmm. bothers me, you know? Period. But she killed in chunks. She wasn't like, okay, you die, and then you die. She was oh, like, wait, okay. Children, one husband. Three children, one husband. Like, she killed in chunk. She was like, here's your little tea, and then... Yeah, okay, I'm gonna be honest. Um, 19, uh, 1852 isn't the first year she started killing, because she married William Marbra in 1852. Okay, so, so yeah. it's over the years, but it's not because uh, her kids wouldn't have been born yet. Oh, true. So I'm gonna say it's like 15 to 10 years, 10 to 15 yeah. years. So probably two people per year. A year, yeah. Two or more, because like you said, she was two, but mm -hmm. then she killed two, hus two kids and one, uh, her, one yeah. her husband. I think there's like this year or so where she meets the man, marries him, and then she poisons him the next year. A certain life insurance, like even if you update it or something, you need to have the trust of your partner. You just married them. Yeah, exactly. So, like, That's why I think it took like... It's time to collect and then... Bam, so it probably did take 10 years for her to kill people. It would make sense. Hmm. This is a uh, this is our opinions. Maybe it's not just a reminder for the online guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, our viewers are now called online guys. <laughs> so, I did want to talk about Marianne Cotton because she's one of the most um, re like renowned killers with arsenic poisoning. Uh, arsenic poisoning is like so interesting to learn about because it's really misleading because people think it's just a, like this gastric fever or other um illnesses sometimes it's just natural ways they think so i i read somewhere that arsenic kill uh, killings if you dose it very in very small dosing like over time it just ends up being like a cold Aquatofana. yeah <laughs> and um It's very interesting because nowadays we we wouldn't be able to do that kind of thing because it's be it it would have been like discovered in seconds. Arsenic is very like hard to get first and second. Very good um, technology nowadays, no. so they're yeah. like scan 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 for everything, and it's mm. super easy. A little drop of your blood. Mm. So that's why I think it's uh it's nice to learn about these killings. And uh, I'll put above, I think it's gonna be here. Somewhere around. Some here or on the other top, probably here. I'm gonna put the uh, video for Belisarian's Aquatofana because that's yeah, very interesting you. and it talks about arsenic and really like, it's kind of the way of, um, uh, I feel like it's kind of a feminist. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> real quick, Equatofana, like, I'm not going to tell the story, but basically, she has a makeup line, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she has a makeup line, but it's actually also, it, it can kill your husband. So people who were, like, in abused relationship or whatever, could, like, put it in their tea, and with time, the husband will die. Yeah. More or less. It's something like that, but she had, like, a very specific clientele, and she was like, You, yes, you know, and she was like, Yeah, it's very interesting. You guys should watch it. Yeah. We really uh, talk a lot about Bailey Syrian. I think she inspired most of our um, of our killings in this section of our podcast. So, in most of our podcast, <laughs> no, no, but like in true yeah, crime, like true crime. Yes, so, that's true, though. yes, your turn. Yay! I am excited because I didn't know 
this person, um, Matilda actually does a little bit of a research sometimes and she helps it like find people and all and she found her and she put like a quick and I was like, that's so interesting. So I did more research. That's how I found uh, Enriquita. Um, Enriquita was born in 1868 and she died in 1913. Uh, thir- um, she was also called the Vampire of Caraponent. Kere- the, ver- the Vampire of Barcelona or the Vampire of the Ravel in the press. That was like her little nicknames. Mm. Um, they don't have, like, they have proof you're going to hear it, but like the real, the only like real, real proof they have was for the kidnapping of a girl. Like they found other things that I'm going to talk about. But, like the only person they have know for a fact that she's the one doing it was them because she never... Um, admitted to any murders okay so um enriquita marty uh she lived in barcelona she wasn't born there she was born uh, i don't i cannot pronounce the name i'm very sorry but it's saint feliu in spain i think it's like saint felix in french probably saint felix i i have a very bad pronunciation where saint felix I think in Spain, the it's Saint Philip de Llobrega, <laughs> I think. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me neither. It's in C- Catalonia, in Spain. It's okay. the province of Barcelona. Um, and so she moved, and then she stayed there. When she moved, she was uh, a nanny, a maid, and then she became a prostitute because she didn't do enough money. Um, in 1895, she married Juan Puralo, uh, but the marriage fell. They actually reconnected and separated again six times. Oh. Yeah, and they never had any kids, nothing. So they were like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, you know, <laughs> Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, he said that it didn't work because she had numerous affairs. She had an unpredictable character and she visited the house of uh, houses of ill people. So he, for some reason, he didn't like that. Okay. But you're going to find out why she visited those houses and you're going to be like, it makes sense, you know? Okay. Uh, basically, um, they separated around 90, uh, 96 or 7 because they have been separated for a year when she was arrested in 1912. So, 1912, yeah. So, approximately the, those dates. Yeah. Um, in 1909, she opened her own brothel and she accommodated for everything the rich guys wanted, including kids. What? So, yeah, because like some of them had weird fetish and some. Oh, in the sexual way. Yeah, in a sexual way. Oh my. Kids, you said? Kids. Children's. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, but she didn't admit to any kids actually working there. The only one she admitted was a 17 years old girl. But like. It's the only one she said worked there. She didn't say any okay. younger, but w- people are sure that there were younger younger people there, like kids. Yeah. It's very sad. Um, so basically, yeah, she uh, she had kids. And basically, she used to kidnap kids in poor parts, parts of town and, like, other parts. But during the day, she would, like, dress in rags and go into town and find, like, unencompanied unaccompanied kids children's and she would just like snatch them and leave with them and she used to do that with like infants and everything so she like, ca- kidnapped kids kidnapped kids yeah um she, there was one woman who apparently she was like coming back from a long day of work that's her story of the woman mm-hmm. and she found like an uh, enriquita and she was like because like, oh, I'm going to help you. I can hold your baby if you want. And she offered her, offered her water and a little bit of food. And for some reason, she was able to like walk a little bit away. And then she never came back. And she left with the kid. And the woman never saw her son again. So it was kids 
women, uh, like girls and boys. Yeah, both. Yeah. But you're gonna find out why it was both. So okay. basically, but I'm sure there was like it's it's it might be I've been the 18, but like 19 or something. But like there would have been grown ass men who would have want to have sex with boy kids. Yeah, like, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm not even surprised if it was like no, was I both. I know, but like but, uh, yeah, I know what you mean, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was both. So basically, she was uh, also she self-proclaimed as a um, doctor, as a witch doctor, and <laughs> but not the nice kind, you know, not the I'm gonna put her herbs and use intention. Mm-hmm. She claimed that drinking the blood of children could cure to. Ter- uh, tuberculosis that was a big problem during that time too what the claimed drink yeah and she offered creams and elixirs that could t- stop aging and prolong life and of course it sold it was apparently a very good seller to uh wealthy people are you surprised not really and the ingredients she used to make her remedies came from the remains of children that she was killing who ranged up from 5 to 15 years old of age. You know what? I'm not surprised, but I'm very disappointed. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, she used everything. She used the fat, the blood, the hair, the bones. Uh, so... Everything. This and killer... because of that reason, she had less chances of being, like, of funding the bodies because you don't have to hide the bodies when you use every part uh, yeah. of the body. She was she a used, cannibal. She... she Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, but yeah, because she drank the blood. Yeah. Um, But she used everything because like you could do powder with the blood and everything. And like the story that you're going to post soon. But the story from last week when you said that like she did um, flower with the blood. She probably could do. You said that, right? Who did you I talk that? about last week? It was the cannibals. And it was the soap maker of the... No, I did already posted that. It's already up. Cannibal is already up. Oh, then I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, the soap maker. She made soap. Yeah, anyways. Her. Flower. Whatever. Yeah. Flower. Like, she could probably do stuff like that. Like, she, I'm sure she was... Uh, she didn't have any problem with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, she offered ointments, filters, poultice, potions especially to treat tuberculosis um, around and people paid largest, large amount of money for these remedies. So she was getting her money. And of course she had like, yeah. And because of that, she had very good connections because, you know, she was talking to the wealthy people. Mm, I don't like where this is going. (laughs) Don't worry. She's going to be... arrested but in 1909 she was accused um she was arrested and she was accused of running a brothel that offered sexual services from children and she was never tried because she had many high society contacts trial she was she didn't go to trial nope oh my god she wasn't tried because she had the high contacts and they like dropped the case because it was like an accusation you have like (sighs) Her clients are healthy people. Why would they want yeah. that out loud? Honestly, times may change, but one thing doesn't. Wealthy people will hide debts just to benefit themselves. That's why nobody should be billionaires. Exactly. Like, why do you even do with that money? You don't need that much money. No. No, you don't. Anyway. So, right. <laughs> to continue. Um... So yeah, okay. On February fe- February 10, 1912, she kidnapped Teresita Guitard Congos. And basically the city looked for her for like two weeks because there was 12 other kids that disappeared. But since they were poor kids, like from poor family, the cops didn't really care. Uh-huh. And they couldn't like put pressure because they were they had, you know. They didn't have the money to do it, mm. so they. So basically, when it was her, like there was so much indignation from the town that they looked for her for two weeks, um, but they didn't find her. 
And then a suspicious neighbor of Enriquita, Claudia Elias, saw the girl. She was actually the one who um, made it all end. And basically on February February 17, Claudia saw a kid with short hair look from like the window in the next door apartment. And she asked Enriquita, like, do you have a kid? Is the girl yours? And she just closed the window and she didn't say anything. And so Claudia was like, that's a little suspicious. <laughs> and so she yeah. told a friend who told another friend who told the chief of the, um, I have the name, sorry, the Ribot Brigade. Brigade. Robot Brigade? Ribot. R-I-B-O-T Brigade. I think it's this. I think it's like the name of that brigade or something. It's like the cops, basically. And so on February 27, they went to look for Enriquita, saying there was a complaint about chickens in the flat. <laughs> That's so random. And um, then they asked to see the apartment to go look. And they told her, like, why they had to look at the flat. And apparently she was surprised, but she didn't say any objection. She was like, sure, okay. And they went to the house, and there was two girls, Teresita, but also Angelita. And it was the two girls that, like, they saw around. Mm -hmm. um, Teresita, she gave her, like, a fake name that I don't remember because... But she gave her a fake name, and she told her that, like, if people ask any question or something, for some reason she was outside, she had to say she was her stepmom. Oh, okay. And Angelita had to call her mom. Okay. And basically, they couldn't go, like, in the, um, what they said to the cops, where it was that they couldn't go in multiple rooms. But Teresita said she was well-fed, she had water, she was, like, she wasn't, she didn't get beaded, like, she was okay, but she did get pinched, or, like, something was bad. But apparently it wasn't, like, you know, wasn't oh, that it wasn't bad. bad. They were free yeah. from the apartment, except two rooms. So it was kind of, wasn't that bad, you know? Except the fact that you were kidnapped. But, yeah. You know. <laughs> um, but Teresita and um, and Angelita, I think, yeah. They went into one of the forbidden rooms and they found a bag with bloody clothes and a bo boning knife covered in blood. Oh. Yeah. So, of course, they told the cops and everything. And Angelita, on the other side, that's so sad. But she saw, said that there was a young boy when she arrived and she saw Enriquita kill him on the kitchen table. Like? And the, yeah. Oh. And the young boy was called Pepito. And people think it's the woman I said uh, before. You know, the one that the young yeah. boy disappeared? People think no, he no. was. It was Pepito. And he was really young. He was like five years old or something. Like, That's so sad. Honestly, I can't believe that someone would do that. Right. Like she went for kids. Mm -hmm. And in, during the court uh, trial, she insisted that Angelita was her kid and it, she was her mom. And she like wasn't budging and that she had a kid with her ex-husband ex who was called I have Juan. But then he came to testify and was like, we haven't talked in a year. Like, mm. it's not my kid. And then she said, she claimed that it was actually, um, she had taken the girl as a newborn from her sister-in-law. And she told the sister-in-law that the baby was stillborn, so that he died during childbirth. And she just ran with it. So she stole the kid. But, like, she raised her as her own. But this doesn't make sense for me because she says that Angelita said that when she arrived, there was a young boy. But if she was still born and a newborn when she came. Yeah, that's weird. So either, like, she changed apartment, but they didn't, like, clarify that part. And I'm like, how can you just, like, see the boy if you were there as a newborn? Mm -hmm. So it's, That's all. A mix up, story, yeah, but, mix up. But maybe she just claimed that and people were like, it makes no sense. So I don't know. Mm. So she was put in prison. And then during the search of the flat, sorry, they found at least 30 human bones. Oh. Mm. Um, None of the same person, we, I guess. 
No, not the only same person. And then they also found a room full of human remains, like blood, hair, skeleton of hands, bones, pots. Um, she elixir. kept the hair. She kept everything because she made potions with it. Oh. So she oh, kept everything. Right. Yeah. And then she put everything in it. And she had two apartment, uh, apartment before that. So they went to look them up. And they were fake walls. And behind those walls were human skeletons. Were like human remains. Um, and in the ceilings were skeletons. In the last two apartments. You know, not just one, two. Yeah. And um, so they found remains in the walls and in the ceiling. She wasn't try. Uh, she, uh, she, she didn't have like much time for her um, trial. So like, you know, they had testimonies and everything, mm -hmm. but they didn't, we don't know what her sentence was, but she was killed in prison, of course, um, a year after she was arrested. Okay. And in the report, they didn't want to say she was killed in prison, so she they said she died from like cancer, but her like official one, like when you where you when you find out how she was killed, the first thing they say is she was murdered by her inmates. Well, obviously you're gonna be killed by inmates. What? Yeah, and she never admitted to killing anyone. Like, That's the same thing with me. It. Yeah, same. I think women are more secretive. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. But she, she said she never killed anyone. But, but like I said, she admitted to having a 17 years old in the brothel. Mm. And she said that she performed abortions. Mm. But apart from that, she never killed anyone. Okay. And people have like theories because a guy did a whole ass research on her. I'm going to say his name because I don't remember. Because I was like, oh, that's interesting. But like... Yeah, because it's like theories and all, and I didn't want to go into theories that much. If it's not yeah. from us, I mean. <laughs> but the writer Jordi Corominas uh, said, like, did a like whole investigation on her, and he says that like maybe, like she was like mentally ill, and maybe she didn't kill people, but maybe it was like she kept kids that were like secretly born or helped. You know, people get rid of remains mm. of their dead yeah. children. And people are like, either maybe she helped mm. other people with, like, kids they didn't want. Mm -hmm. But there's... It could have made sense, actually, to be that one. Because she killed a lot of kids. And I'm like... She didn't mm -hmm. seem either, like, a horrible woman. You know, yeah. like... It come, like, your... I'm sorry, the French went there. <laughs> like, your story... <laughs> the um, woman killed for interest money but like apart from having ingredients like she did get money from yeah. her elixir but i think yours but, was a bit more crazy than mine yeah so i'm In like that way like and mine was, was because she did run a brothel after mm -hmm. all you have to pay your ladies you know i think that and in some ways both are very crazy But yours making potion with people uh, a bit weirder, a bit weirder. Yeah. And he says that like maybe she was like in his like theory, maybe she was a lady who had no chance, and she was sadly in a poor situation where she was very very poor, and she did what she had to survive. And okay, yeah, that's true because mm -hmm. like I don't. There's not much people who would want to be a prostitute like no i don't think so it's not it's not like a profession that's like oh yeah in life i want to be a prostitute like i know people who would say like i want to be a strip teaser or stuff like that and like sure but like a prostitute and i'm not talking about the one like in books or whatever like you know not the one who are protected like in the streets because she worked in the street okay. like yeah, in the yeah, corner yeah, and, yeah. Like, that kind of prostitute I don't think you would voluntarily do that. Maybe. Oh. I don't know. I don't judge. You do you, boo. But kids, uh. how bad is it? And she also said that, like, people sold kids to her and she was taking care of them. And she said that for Pepito. She said he had fallen ill and then she did, he had to leave in another foreign country to survive or whatever. Mm. Like... 
But there was never proof of anything. So yeah. she had no proof of anything. But they found so many bodies. So they're sure she was. Of course. You know, everything yeah. connected to her. Maybe she went down as um, something that was wrong, but she was actually a good person. Maybe she helped people, or maybe she had taken care because like she did abortion so you know the stillborn thing could have happened mm -hmm. but maybe not with her sister-in-law and like yeah i think there's the something there's something suspicious from, from the story but mm -hmm. and like they didn't i didn't have anything from the sister-in-law points you know like what my kid is still born like did she did she raise angelita mm -hmm. i want to know mm -hmm. no i need i need more yeah <laughs> <laughs> But I don't have more, so. Hmm. Yeah. But, but it was very interesting, to be honest. It was like. Oh, both the cases hard. were like, very when nice. When I read it, I was like, kids. Okay, I don't, I don't know why, but like in the past three stories, I've been talking about people killing kids. But uh, that's true. It's very sad, <laughs> to be honest. I'm not. She died in prison, and killers of kids or pedophiles are often killed in prison. Yeah. Um, I want to thank my sources. I took my sources on the Encyclopedia Britannica. So I think it's a Britain encyclopedia. I think it's on the French and English Wikipedia. There was more info in French. I was surprised. Uh, maybe she, was where was she? Oh, she's Spanish? Spanish? Yeah. Oh. That's weird. Like... In the we have this advantage, like, though. In French. Maybe it's just we write more French. I don't like, know. More words in French. I don't know. But, but we do similar. have this advantage to be able to search in English and in, in French. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Oh, it, okay. No, I know why they is more long. They add little little details. Little details. There. Yeah. So she. Yeah. She was a witch. Yeah, she actually had like um, a ancient book with like um, fancy like cover and a book notes with like fancy um, writing of mm -hmm. um, recipes, um, and she had uh, letters and notes. Um, sorry, I'm translating, <laughs> but she had letters and notes um, in codes. Okay. So. And she had a lot. Oh, yeah. And she, uh, sorry, I just think it's a bit funny. I didn't want to talk about it, but whatever. She had a list of wealthy people's name. And when it was taking, like, people learned about it and people thought it was her clients. So they were like, we want to know who fucked our kids, you know? Sorry, yeah. that was harsh, but like, who, had... who abducted our kids yeah. and like, who knew and didn't tell us from like the rich people. But and the cops were trying to, like, stop them from getting the names. But they said that, like, it was people she begged begged things from. So, like, she begged for money or whatever. And she was a list of people she begged. But I personally, I'd go more with the... Clients. Probably her clients. Because, yeah. like, of course, she have a list of her clients. She's mm -hmm. a brothel owner. I don't know. It just That's, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. Yeah, and it made a big thing because people wanted like to be wanted them to have a uh, like repercussion for being pedophiles. Mm -hmm. So they were like, "I want to know what you did because you're a pedophile. I want you to have to go in jail or something." And they really wanted, but they were able to like control and yeah. Okay. Oh, and she tried to kill herself, but they didn't want to let her kill herself because <laughs> they wanted her to face injustice. So they were like, "I promise you, she will not." be able to kill herself that's why i think it took a year for her to be killed by the others mm. because they probably like had super big like supervision on her because she had to be tried okay. but she was never tried <laughs> yeah and she was uh buried um in a random cemetery okay yeah Anyways, I think that's it for female killers, serial killers. Are you done? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, but, um, oh, I would just want to say a quick thank you 
to Mathilde for lending me her mic for today's episode <laughs> yeah. because it probably is better than what I would have for, yeah. for my audio. Thank you, bro. Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot of mics. No, but now we have... Sorry. Now, <laughs> now we, we have, have two. two. Yeah. yeah. We're probably gonna still only use yours, but yeah. we never know. We might change our little arrangement seating or yeah, something. Yeah, maybe. I'm very, very excited because okay. next month is Reddit stories. Oh, I'm so excited. We have so many good stories we want to tell you guys. We're And we're one of them I've been ooh, dying to tell. I've been sending so many stuff, to, like videos, uh, to the group chat. I Next okay. week's episode... Well, we talk about week, but it's next episode. It's gonna be about our Reddit stories, and I'll probably be talking about skinwalkers. And Melody is like, so what the fuck? <laughs> but it's gonna be very interesting. Uh, there's also gonna be like more normal mm -hmm. stuff next week like we talk about a lot a lot about murders and like um true Weird crimes stuff, or yeah. paranormal but we're also gonna have like a little bit we're gonna tone it down for the reddit yeah. we're gonna have stuff like paranormal I, yeah time, so i think it's gonna be might be like am i the asshole or something yeah. like that so i think we will probably do uh, a few of personal experience stories reddit stories of personal experience we'll probably have a few months of reddit Like, because there's so much sections of Reddit. Yeah, obviously, we can do two months. But for now, we only have okay, one yeah. scheduled. Because after Reddit, we have a true crime that is unsolved. 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 Have you true seen crime. that they unsolved uh, Ryan and... Um, I have a... Damn Shane <laughs> and Ryan. Shane. Sorry. Shane and Ryan um, are gonna have their own TV show. Yes, I saw them. They're doing a ghost hunting show, right? I'm so hyped. Yet I again, it's gonna be up here for the yeah. uh, the show information. I'm gonna be put a link, on, a link up here. I love the energy of like, I don't give a f Yeah. I don't <laughs> care. Kill me if you want. And they're like, please don't murder me. That would be us, I feel like, in a... <laughs> Uh, who do you think would be? I don't care, and uh, I don't. Please okay, don't kill me. I'm gonna say it would depend because when I panic, I'm like whatever. But I feel like you'd be more respectful to ghosts because um, you're sure. more calm. In I don't know. I I don't know. It would depend on where we are yeah. in the situation. Um, because when I panic, I'm really rude. Also, I I'm I wanted to add, if you did stick to the end, I wanted to add our mini episode next month, since we're going to be locked down. Here, sadly, is in lockdown. We will probably be doing a gaming <laughs> mini episode. Oh, yeah. So it's not going to be up on Spotify or anything. It's only going to be up on uh, YouTube. But we might play Phasmophobia, like... <laughs> do a, a couple games we could do like a yeah. phasmophobia and mm -hmm. maybe like a funnier game a funnier funny game mostly I... me panic and not know what to do and sophie being like don't let me die and me panicking yeah <laughs> because melody did let me die when we played phasmophobia take your picture of your body but i because when i panic i'm like sophie 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 and then the ghost is like shut Ooh. the fuck up and then sophie dies <laughs> yeah, Sophie dies because she's hiding and Melody is running out of the house. <laughs> and if you do listen to here, tell us if a Twitch channel will interest you guys. Oh, so we yeah. Could, like, talk mm -hmm. to you guys because we don't have a lot of followers yet, but if we do get there. Yeah, if uh, we do a, get there. Like, a gaming channel or just talking with you guys mm -hmm. or just like a reading bedtime stories i don't know stuff like that or like reddit stories anything maybe we won't do a second month on our podcast but we could do a twitch reddit sometimes so tell us if that interested you guys yeah we'll Because see you soon <laughs> soon yeah obviously so goodbye we've Absolutely. talked a lot today we've yeah. talked good episode <laughs> high five
Oh my. Okay, I. Okay, it cracked. <laughs> Anyways, goodbye, everyone. Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> Always. Peace.